Welcome to the Strength Rehab Podcast. Join your hosts, Raul Axmayer and Brandon Parker, as they discuss the latest information regarding the health and fitness industries. Topics include sports performance, physical rehab, and of course, general health. Remember, this is the podcast where science meets practice. Dude, I didn't tell you this. This is like, once again, butterfly mind. I'm I'm pretty like I'm running on E right now. I'm pretty tired. And it's all because of my own um decisions. About like eleven o'clock last night. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm like, all right, I should mosey on to bed. And then I see the movie Freedom Riders. You ever see it? I have not. It's a good movie. Uh popped it on because I was like, you know, like all right, I'll put this on for a little bit. End up watching the whole like two and a half hour movie. Um, because I last time I watched it was back in like seventh grade. And like it was, just a, it's a great movie. And you went to bed very late. Oh man, one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I, just, I woke up this morning. I'm like, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it was all my fault. <laughs> bad decisions, poor decisions. It was a bad decision. I I don't endorse that, but on weekends I always find myself doing that. I don't know why. It's just like, well, it's the weekend. It's your free I can time. Stay up, you know. I already seen the movie, <laughs> but I was just like, I'm going to watch this again. Why not? Why not? Now, transitioning into the actual real topic of the day and not us just bullshitting, even though this topic's probably going to turn into us bullshitting either way, um, is the holidays, right? Um, we both manage clients. We have clients beneath the both of us and as an entity of strength rehab. And we're going to go into this weird time of having a goal, but also trying to have a life at the same time while navigating family, the holidays and like bars because it's going to be New Year's, so on and so forth. Right. So you have that. Let's just start at like the infamous like January 1st. Everybody has a goal. I feel like it's a pitfall, but I don't know about how you feel about that. Um, So Raul, what would be your suggestion if you have somebody that's going to make a January 1st goal? Don't try too hard because a lot of people, they feel quote-unquote motivated and they say, I'm going to go six days to the gym. I'm going to hit the weights for an hour and then I'm going to do cardio for 30 minutes and then I'm going to only eat fresh veggies with the chicken and that's just a lot. Uh, and if you're not used to working out, or doing anything at all, or eating healthy food, you're not going to achieve it. Two weeks in, you're going to quit, and you're going to fail. So just start slow. If you do zero, just try doing two to three workouts per week. Once you get the hang of that, you can add one day and build from there. But I, I think the biggest problem with this fitness or health New Year's resolutions are that people just go from zero to 100 real quick. Yep. Um, and it's just not something that you can adhere to for the rest of the year or the rest of your life because health and fitness is something that should be done um, for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the one thing that I always try to tell clients, especially like, you know, like, all right, client comes in, they're like, all right, I want to do either three to five days a week. And the second you see that, you're like, all right, we're going to start with two to three. You know, like you're going to go to the very least amount that you just suggested, and we're going to start there. Um, I always say like, like at the end of the day, the people that have the best bodies, like excluding the people that are actually in the sport of bodybuilding, is just the people that have the most reinforced um, lifestyle and habits. 
right? At the end of the day, it's the person that goes, oh, I haven't worked out today. I guess I'll fit that in at lunch versus, oh, I think oh, I haven't worked out today. I guess I'll start on Monday are two vastly different body frames, two vastly different physiques. And like, and, and I, I would go as far to say as two vastly different success periods, right? Um, it, it, people that will find a way to maintain their habits because their habits are effective and good, I think would probably, if we we put that on a bell curve, are probably the more successful people in the world, you know? The yeah. people that defer because they're they're busy or they just don't want to are the same people that are going to defer their dreams because of the same reasons, right? So I, I completely agree with you. It's just like you need to start very low until it's just, it becomes flow, right? It's just like, oh, I didn't even realize – I've been going to the gym two times a week for the last month. Like it's just part of my life now. I think it's time for me to step it up for another day. I did that with the client and we just had our check-in, our 12-week check-in. And he he sat down. He's like, man, I didn't trust you at first. When you put me on two days a week the first week, I thought like you were crazy. And it's just like, dude, you told me that you were so stressed at work that you didn't know you can make it to the gym once. I'm actually, I'm, I'm reaching. I'm reaching by putting two. He's like, it makes complete sense now. Now it just, it's easy. Do you think we can do five? And it's like, well, do you think you can do five? You know, so I really like the point that you made of just like, you got to start slow. And if you're not a bodybuilder, what is your rush? You know, like, and like a lot of people are like, oh, well, I want to look good for spring break. You didn't look good for spring break the last six years. Why this year? <laughs> just put it off another year, man. Like, <laughs> and it's all about priority. Something that I, think really helps with adherence is if it really is a priority add your workouts into your calendar okay like for me i'm going into the week and i already know what days i'm going to work out um and if something comes up i make up for it but i have like a general idea at least that okay this four days at this time i'll be at the gym and i'm mentally prepared for it rather than just going day by day and how with how i feel mm-hmm. And, that, and that's another great point. You need to plan ahead and you need to also plan your workouts, right? And that's where I, you know, at first, and I'm going to say this from both sides of the coin, you know, with us being coaches, obviously we're going to say you should hire some coaches um, because it's like at the end of the day, we know the value of it because we became one, right? Um, if you kind of know what you're doing, go ahead, do your thing. But if you're that person that keeps failing every year, you're just like, man, I get into it, but then life hits me. You are you're doing something wrong, you know. Like, granted, it could just be a priority issue, and you just need that accountability. A coach can give you that, right? Or you're you're working real hard, and then you get injured. Well, that's a load management problem that you're clearly not seeing. This is why a second pair of eyes, or a second two pair of eyes, when you're working with us, you you have the ability to just kind of like plug and play you don't actually have to think about the hierarchy or hierarchy of, of training and load management and stress management because all you have to say is raul brandon i don't feel good it's like all right don't worry your your training is going to reflect that you know that's the the power of having a coach and then so on and so forth it's just like hey brandon raul i don't feel that good uh i haven't been sleeping well and i haven't been eating well and then we start talking about your nutrition it's just like well Every time you're tired, you keep on saying that you're reaching for X, Y, Z food. You know how high calorie that is? You know how that's derailing your whole week of, of like dieting? 
oh, well, I never really thought about that. Yeah, because the majority of people are disciplined to eat through Monday and Friday. And then Saturday, Sunday, they eat all their calories back. And then they step on the scale. They're like, why am I not losing any weight? It's just because it's not a day to day. It's a week to week to month to month. You know, you need you need a educated person, not somebody that looks great on the Internet, an educated person that can take your lifestyle, add science to it, and then also be caring because that's another thing. Some people yeah. just know the science of like, I don't give a shit. You, you got to do this. Yeah. But something that I've told you through text before, um, I'm 100%. I preach being ethical and I know that people are very busy and whatnot uh, and validating their busyness and whatnot. But I sometimes feel like the fitness industry is just way too soft. It's like, oh, have you been binge eating for the last week? Don't worry, you'll get back on track. And then it's like, oh, you ate. 2,000 extra calories, don't worry, you're not going to gain fat. And I'm all for preaching like a balance and a healthy balance between life and fitness, but there's a fine line between just being way too soft, dude. Right. And I right. see it way too much nowadays in the fitness industry. I'm not saying that I'm here to tell you, no, you can't eat that, blah, blah, blah. But it, I'm also not going to bullshit you and say, oh, that's not going to hinder your progress or, oh, no, you're, that's a good thing. Like binge eating is never a good thing. Like, right. yes, I, I can validate that maybe you're stressed and you're eating because of that, but we got to work on some things. Right. It's like, I see it all the time and on Instagram, oh, you didn't go to the gym this week. Don't worry. You'll get back on track. And then you go for a week and then you don't go for another week. And it's like, oh, that's fine. And I'm like, honestly, man, that's not fine. Yeah. <laughs> I 100% agree. It seems like well, everything in every level of this world that I am kind of piecing together myself because I still don't know what the hell's going on is is everything kind of flows in hard swings, right? You got a Democrat and you got a Republican. You got a more extreme Democrat. You have a more extreme Republican, right? And these swings are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you go into the fitness realm, right? It's like, you know, this type of diet versus this type of diet. And they're always these polarizing things, right? And it just seems like, you know, the hardcore bodybuilding is phasing out from the 70s. And now we're just like, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. It's like, no, it's not. It's not. You're still a human being. You still got to like abide by these principles that you, that it's governed by nature. You, you can't just reassure and just allow it to happen. Like there's a difference between validating and reassuring and then straight up coddling. Right. So you can say like, I understand you're going through a lot of stress. I understand that your, your coping mechanism is eating. However, we can't just allow this to manifest. What do you think would be the most logical next step? If it's something severe, like a true eating disorder, then what's like, okay, I think you should talk to my friend here who's a specialist. In Tatiana. You know, exactly. And and that's the type and, of things that we need to be looking at. And I'm completely fine if it's something that doesn't happen weekly. Mm-hmm. Like if you binge one time per month, I'm completely fine with it, especially if you plan ahead. That, okay, you're going to limit your calories before and then you're going to binge. Okay, because I do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if it's something that you don't plan ahead for and you just fall into it and you can control it uh, and it happens weekly or every other couple weeks, then I, I think we should work on that. Right, right. And it's just – and that's another thing. Like we, we always say we're, – we're talking about this and it, it could be 
uh, also a direct result of what you mentioned. You mentioned this earlier is maybe your training and your goals is way too fucking strict, right? And and that alone is causing you the stress to overeat, right? Like it's almost like self defeating behavior, right? So it's just like, are you putting these unnecessary standards on what you need to look like by the next five months because you want to quote unquote be a hot boy summer? You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Why would you do that to yourself? Because clearly you went from zero to 100. And in any case, literally any case, it's not good, right? I, I think Jared Hamilton put it really great. Like back in the day when we were talking to him was like, what if somebody told you they built a house in like less than a day? You probably wouldn't want to buy that house. <laughs> you know, like it's probably it was rushed and like the foundation's not going to be set. But, you know, if somebody said like, well, they took this long to build because they really focused on the details of the house, you're like, wow, that's probably a well-built house, right? And I, and I really like that idea because I think it resonate, resonates with a lot of people. No one's going to want to buy a house that was built in a day. You know, exactly. maybe, if, maybe if it's like a shipping container, right? Like <laughs> where the hard Small stuff house. is already did. <laughs> but yeah, I just, um, yeah, so you got, you got the New Year's resolution. Make sure that it's nothing crazy. Uh, make sure it's it's the first good step. And it kind of goes back to goal setting, right? You you set this lofty goal and then you you back off each each time to make a smaller and smaller and smaller goal until it's to this bite-sized piece where it's I'm going to go to the gym today, right? The, for the first time in a year. Boom, check the box. Next week, I'm going to go to the gym today again. Or and eventually it's gonna get to the point where like this is easy. What do I do? Maybe I add more steps. I mean, steps are very easy, right? I, I, we, we made, I made a video of just like, okay, how many steps can I get while I brush my teeth? 200 steps brushing my teeth, just literally walking in a circle at our, in our apartment. You, you can get them in. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. it's not hard. So yeah, it kind of, the circle back is just like, fuck, man, stop coddling these people. Just give them things that they're willing to do and then let them see the compound interest. Right? Exactly. It's, it, it's, it's not sexy, but it's just like compounding interest is, is present in every single industry you look at, obviously money, oh, yeah. right? And then in fitness, it's just like, I, I mean, for myself, I can speak anecdotally just because it's, I, I can tell you is I did not mean to cut at any point. I was eating a fuck ton, right? But I was like, you know what? I've been really slack and I've only been doing about 8K steps. I'm going to bump it up to 10. I just added 2,000 steps per day, which would be for, at 14,000 14, 14, steps 000. per, yeah. And dude, I was, it was, it was the most beautiful cut I've ever been on. Yeah. I, Cause I didn't, I didn't mean to, but like I was getting leaner and leaner and leaner and my muscles were staying full. And I was just like, dude, this is a fucking cheat code. I can't believe that like this is working. And all I'm doing is casually walking and I, I was consuming a lot of podcasts and audible and stuff like that. So it's like, all right, I'm going to spend this hour learning about something. And then every reflection that I walked by, I'm like, damn, <laughs> it's, it's <simple>. working. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to cut. I'm, you know, I didn't even know, notice this, but I jumped on the scale um, two, three days ago. And like we were going, I was going back and forth with the coworker. He's like, dude, how much do you weigh? I'm like, uh, probably I've been eating well. So probably like 190. Um because I thought I was losing a lot of weight, I jumped on the scale. I'm 201, so I'm like, yes, yes, I'm still gaining weight, but that might become an issue because I don't have access to a gym until January 1st. So we'll see. Mm. I'm doing a lot of push-ups, a lot of air squats. I'm gonna be like prison, 
<laughs> now that you say that, that's another good thing to hit about this holiday topic. Um, like if you don't have access to a gym, I honestly believe you shouldn't worry because mm -hmm. there's a lot of research showing that you don't need a lot of volume or exercises yep. to maintain your current muscle mass. Um, yep. We used to think that we needed like one third of your regular or normal volume, but there's more and more research showing that even doing just one ninth of the volume that you usually do is enough to maintain your muscle mass. And if you work very hard enough, one third is actually hypertrophic. Like uh, the last paper that I read, um, half of the subjects decrease their volume to one third of their usual volume. Mm -hmm. And they had a hypertrophic response. They even had mm -hmm. a slight hypertrophy. So you don't need a lot. Maybe body weight taken close enough to failure will maintain your muscle. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, was that Masomenos or, or Masomenos? <laughs> uh, Menos, uh, whatever. I don't his, remember his, who it was. Uh, he was. He was quoting a lot of that stuff. Go on. Um, and to tie this with what I just said is, Maybe this month of December is not a great time to be gaining or to be in a fat loss phase. Why? Because maybe you don't have access to the gym or you don't have control of everything that you cook. So maybe maintenance is a better option for right. gaining. And also fat loss would also not be a great option. Why? Because, well, it's the holidays. You're going to be with the family. You're going to be eating, drinking. There's a lot of holiday foods. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you can control if you have a kitchen or anything. So in my opinion, um, this time of the year, maintenance is the way to go. I agree. I agree. Why add stress to an art? Like, um, you know what? This, this is a good time to mention it. When you and I had to do that assignment for Dr. Krabby about like, you know, um, you know, check this box if you are dealing with this and then it'll give you a point spread. Right. And at the end, you count up how much points you're going like you accumulated and then it would you it would correlate to a table and if you're out 300 and above you're 80 times more likely to get sick now granted i don't know how accurate the actual table is yeah i don't know I how what's the validity <laughs> right but it it does make a good point that the body recognizes good stress and bad stress relatively the same in the sense that it you you can only handle so much right dude you know what's funny What? Go ahead, go ahead, finish, finish. Well, no, I was just going to say is just like, granted, like, you know, when people perceive good stress, they can definitely uh, avoid burnout. You know, for example, the people that are grinding really, really, really hard, they can maintain it because they're like, oh, I'm working towards something better. This is you stress, right? But you still see those people kind of running into the same issues of like immune system deficiencies and stuff like that because they're just run down, right? And it's just like, good stress and bad stress during the holidays you're surrounded by people it's a big change but you love it like you're drinking alcohol more stress like that that's why most people get sick around the holidays they're running their bodies down so why add the stress of am i hitting my calories during all that it just seems like you're just adding fuel to the fire but yeah what were you saying i think it's funny that i went to, into that crowd's discussion post just to see how people were doing and you and i are the highest scoring <laughs> Oh man, I, I was But, being so generous. <laughs> exactly, and I didn't even add everything. If not, I would be close to. I would be at 400 I think. Yeah. Um. Yep. But the funny thing is that I literally do not feel stressed at all. Mm -hmm. 
like I don't feel it. But that's 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 what I was saying. Like you, you like not only do we, it's crazy how we can just build this tolerance to stress, right? It's just like this is my life. What do you mean I'm stressed, right? And then the same idea in the same boat is just, um, yeah, you don't feel that you're stressed, but then for me, when I get like even more stressed in my current state, like slightly, nothing big, I. I run into either some aches and pains or I get into like maybe some congestion. You know, I, I see the trend. Granted, could it be other things? Sure. But I, I know I run hot. I know the fact that like if anything new comes into my life, my body almost hyper reacts to it where my body like shoots up like <laughs> and then once I adapt to it and then it kind of comes down to this baseline. It's much high. My baseline's much higher than most other people's baselines. Because I just, I like, I always, I phrase it, I run hot. Like, I'm just, I feel like when I'm at this level, yeah, I, I handle a lot of things much better, like, uh, function-wise. But I know it's not the most optimal health-wise, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but in my opinion, stress isn't bad. And a lot of stress isn't bad. Um, it just, it's a matter of how you react to it. Mm-hmm. Doses in the poison, right? And perspective's a lot, right? Like, perspective yeah. will, will protect you from a lot of over you know like burnout and whatnot um but yeah don't don't add fuel to the fire doesn't make a lot of sense and then what else and i and i also like the idea of like the the bodybuilding from home like if you're if you're on the holidays and like let's say you travel to the city or you travel somewhere on on the holidays you, you know i always tell like clients like look man i know that like we signed on you sign on for a month and you pay me monthly the holidays this is like a gap time. Here's here's a free body weight thing if you want to do it. I don't want you to worry about doing it. Just contact me at the end of the holidays and we'll get back on track. You know, because I don't need to add all the stress. Like, how did your workout go? It's like, well, I haven't been home. <laughs> you know, so I give them a simple workout. Those, those workouts is like two to three. Uh, it's like one to three sets of just challenging work. I don't give them reps. I go, do this exercise until it's very, very hard. And then if you do want to do that, do it up to three times and then you're done. That's it. And like in uh, to, to you mentioning like one ninth, you hit that. You definitely hit that. <laughs> it's easy. simple. Right. You can do a 15, 20 minute routine and get, get that in. No problem. You know? Yep. So we covered, we covered the fact that New York resolution, new year resolutions should not be crazy. We talked about how you should probably be in maintenance during the holidays. Um, we just talked about the, the, the exercisings don't need to be any like pretty crazy. Um, what's another big topic that we typically go around? I would just say when it comes to nutrition, don't go crazy on every single meal uh, and make sure that every single meal has a decent amount of protein and if you can add veggies go ahead and do it and after that just do fill your plate with whatever you want but make sure that at least you have a handful of protein and some veggies because that'll help a lot Great and then point. you can add the fats or whatever um don't drink your calories unless you're going out to drink like alcohol or something um but don't drink juices don't drink like high calorie soda go for the diet options mm-hmm. you won't die from cancer they're completely safe um so save calories that way don't drink them just eat them if you can you know i I have some pretty close clients and like for them i kind of cut the filter the professional filter off and i go all right so you're not gonna eat like an asshole this week right (laughs) he was like what do you mean it's just like and i kind of just laid out everything you explained just like come on like 
if you can, if, if you can, and it doesn't ruin your experience, don't. So when you actually thoroughly indulge and enjoy yourself at the end of the week, you don't step on the scale and you're 15 pounds heavier, you know, cause he has a weight loss goal. And last thing I need to do is start from square one again. <laughs> and you know, there's, and that's the balance, right? Validate the fact that, Hey, you're going to go through this time where you should be enjoying yourself. You shouldn't really have a very strict goal. Um, and then you got to give them the real deets, right? Where it's just like, all right, but don't be an asshole about it. <laughs> exactly. There's a limit. Exactly. And there's a point in time where it's just like, you're not even tasting this. Like you're not tasting the food to taste it. You're just being gluttonous because you were on a quote unquote, somewhat strict diet. And you're like, Oh, well, you know, it's the holidays, you know? And that's what becomes a self-defeating cycle of like, well, I screwed up on the holidays. Let me just restart on the first. And then it's just like, all right, well, I screwed up on the first because my, I had a bunch of deadlines at work. Let me start up again before spring break. You know what I'm saying? And it just is these, these three month cycles or so, even and that's generous. Most of the time it's like one and a half months and everyone fails. They're like, all right, I'm done. And they just go through this stupid cycle. And then maybe they're like, oh, maybe it's because I don't have workout uh, equipment at home. Then the workout equipment starts to accumulate at home and they never use it. becomes like a fucking coat rack. And then like, it's just these like, these band-aid effects where it's just kind of like maybe it's you like you know, maybe it's your you are not prioritizing this maybe you don't have the discipline stop trying to buy these band-aid effects thinking that like oh it's just because i don't have enough time everybody has enough time ceos have enough time mothers have enough time it stop saying that you know saying like yeah. walking we just talked about walking is a, a valid exercise that's very good for you. You can lose a lot of weight and you can, most people when they say they don't have enough time, don't realize it's a part of their fucking job. <laughs> you know, just and, do more of your and, job. <laughs> and it's pretty and it's simple. If you think, it, if, if you can get your steps in, wake up 30 minutes earlier and go for a walk because that's what mm -hmm. I do. I'm very busy after I get to clinic. So I wake up 30 minutes earlier than usual and I just brush my teeth and mine go straight out the door. Mm-hmm. And it's very simple. You can get like 3K, 3,500 steps first thing. And then with whatever you walk during the day, you're going to get at least 8K. Yep. Yep. And, and and that's, you know, like, I don't know about the clients that you talk with. Most of my clients are averaging like 2,000. <laughs> yep. What is that? Four yep. times. So like if they just went to eight, they're like, yeah, four times more each day. You know, it's like the consult we had last week, 3K average. Right. See, there you go. That's See, not like, a lot. that's not a lot at all. And like, you know, we know the, the literature on the all cause mortality. Right. And it's just kind of like if you just did this one thing, which we just outlined it being not a lot of time dedicated towards, you're already health. You're already, quote unquote, healthier. You're going to you're most likely going to live longer unless you don't get hit by a bus. You know, like you're going to live longer. So why not? be a better human being and just take care of the one body that you have. <laughs> it just seems like a foreign concept where I think I told you this. It's like, I feel like as a chiropractor or like being in the fitness spaces, we're just teaching people how to be humans. Like you should have this innate feeling of, I need to maintain this. I need to make sure that when I'm 60, I'm not like, you know, decrepit and not able to yeah. move well. Um, but it seems like that's, 
maybe people do care about it. They just don't, it's nowhere near their priority, like top of their priority. So they just let it go to the wayside. And when they're 50, they go, I don't know what the hell happened, man. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. And now it's like, all right, well, we got to start at square one. And then those walks, those steps that used to be very easy, they have to take the first hundred steps of like bad knees, <laughs> you know, like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess we can recap this real quick. So Raul, I'm going to put you on the spot here and say, if we had to recap this podcast, what is the, the take home message to all the things we talked about? When it comes to new year's resolutions, don't go from zero to a hundred real quick. Um, Enjoy time with your family and friends, but don't be an a-hole eating. Add protein, veggies, don't drink your calories every single day. Um, and remember that you don't need a lot of volume to maintain your muscle mass. So do one, two, maybe three workouts with half of the volume that you do, uh, at least. Um, and you'll be fine, man. It's just one month. And the last thing that you, you forgot to mention was if you have the time, you should watch Freedom Writers. It's worth it. Um, <laughs> exactly at 1 a.m. <laughs> until 1 a.m. and you wake up at 7 to do a podcast 